welcome to Gab and Jam, episode 246. All right, and what are we discussing today? Okay, so we're happy to be back with you, and this is a topic that over the years um, has kind of bubbled to the surface, but it's basic recording studio setup for the DIY Rockstar. Right. So we've owned a studio since 1980, what, five for you, six together. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah. So for decades. Yes. And these um, are about the five questions that we would have you to think about when you're getting ready to decide right. what your basic setup is going to be. Yeah. And, and so, and... Go ahead with your first question, but I'm going to kind of add an addendum to that question. I love it. Okay. Okay. So, any creator, the one of the five things you would uh, you should think about before you choose equipment is to think about the style of music that you're recording first. Yeah. So, there are likely to be varying needs depending on the genre. Um, so, for instance, if you're rapping, you may be able to use your iPhone right. if you're making beats, but if you're doing something that's a little bit more involved, you might want to consider other equipment. So, first and foremost, I think you have to just consider your budget. What is your budget? Uh -huh. What What do you have to work with? So, meaning that if you're saying, hey, I don't have anything to work with, okay. all I want to do is just use the resources in which I have, then you're at that point where you have to start saying, okay, uh, can I use my phone? And so, okay. you know, um, there are a number of free um, free DAWs, digital audio workstations, mm -hmm. that you can get for your mobile phones or okay, whatever Okay, I like else. that. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I think, like, with, uh, with Apple, I think GarageBand yeah, comes, uh, with. comes with, like, your Apple phone. There are things like BandLab um, that you can get, uh, I think, like, for Android devices, and things like that, that is free. Okay. So, um, and, and then when you start thinking in terms of that, you gotta start thinking, okay, how, how am I gonna get like, if you need to get audio into the phone? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have a microphone on the phone. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those will allow you to use your microphone. Now that microphone could be used to record you singing. It could be used to record, you know, an amplified, like I just did here. Mm -hmm. Where you just use the amplifier from the bass or whatever else, and you can bring that into your DAW, use it, blah, blah, blah. If that's all that you have to use is your phone. Okay. So I think that kind of going along with the style of music that you want to make is also what is my budget. Okay. So maybe start with that and yeah. then what type of music. Yes. Okay. So one or two. Okay. I love yeah. it. All right. So the next thing thing to consider, uh, the general guideline when it comes to setting up your basic studio, mm -hmm. is what kinds of instruments and vocals are you planning? Yeah. So, um, you had mentioned when we were um, talking earlier about virtual instruments um, or standalone keyboards versus drums versus mic feeds versus a piano player yes. versus weighted keys versus, versus full-size yeah. keyboard. What are the types of things that you plan to record with? Exactly. So, kind of, again, depending on how you're going to, you know, what style of music that you're doing. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so like if you are maybe a hip hop artist or maybe you are an EDM artist or something like that, you may be able to get by with like I was saying before, your phone, mm -hmm. um, where you could get in certain virtual instruments mm -hmm. where you could actually use a little keyboard that's on your phone. Mm -hmm. And then you can also use like little drum kits that's okay. on your phone and things like that. And you may be able to manipulate that in such a way where, hey, that works for you. Right. Um, mm -hmm. If you're a singer-songwriter, if you're a band, if you're something mm -hmm. like that, 
that might not quite get it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then even what you would need to kind of capture your band, mm -hmm. to get your band into a phone, mm -hmm. that might not quite get it, mm -hmm. right? But the good thing is that um, at one time when we were coming up, mm -hmm. you, you had tape. You right. know, so so mm -hmm. their um, Tascam made these four-track tape machines, yeah. which mm -hmm. unbelievably, people are buying these things for way too much money. Right. I mean, way the nostalgia as, as far the as what 80s. they think these things are, they sound horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, they sound awful. They're awful right. sounding. Cassette was like the worst thing you can record. Yeah, on, because okay? it's so thin. Right, so yeah. thin, and you putting four tracks on it. It was awful. Yeah. But anyway, now what they do have is that Tascam, Zoom, have these uh, digital um, multi-track recorders that mm -hmm. you can get. I think Korg has got one too. That's mm -hmm. like thirty-two tracks or something like that. That you can buy these things. And the good thing about that is that these things can kind of move up with you. So like Zoom's got a few of them. Like Zoom's got one that's probably about 500 bucks that not only allows you to record like 16 tracks or so, but it has like a drum machine that's built into it. Okay. And then it also could work as an audio interface for a computer. Okay. So that's going to a whole different level, but right. just saying that you got this device that can grow with you. Yeah, that's so. Nice. So yeah. that's the yeah. other aspect of it is that you can be making an investment into something that not only does it serve well for you and your, if you got a band, mm -hmm. but when you go out live, you can capture this stuff. Oh uh, yeah, that's good. But you know, it also is something that can grow with an expanding uh, studio setup. Okay, yeah, I like that. Um, and don't forget, we're not sponsored by anybody, but no. we will put some of the things that Bruce just mentioned in the blog post that accompanies, just for some ideas, some starting places for you guys to look. Right. Um, okay, so the next thing to consider when setting up your basic studio for the DIY Rockstar is are you recording live? Yeah. So you mentioned possibly even taking um, get it uh, playing out live and recording tracks or recording live in the studio, in the studio straight right. into your DAW or tape machine or whatever it right. is. Yeah. So that would be a, co a completely different uh, consideration because you're going to need mic feeds for each of the instruments and all that other, and the background vocals, everybody's going to need their own um, input for... Right. If, if you're going to do everything all live at the, the same, same time, time. Right. right? You know, right. Or, or you might have to, you know, judiciously figure out, well, what kind of things can we group sacrifice together. and group together? Yes. You know, mm -hmm. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, because a long time ago, remember, you know, the, the bulk of, like, the Beatles records were recorded on four tracks. Uh-huh. You know, so, I mean, okay. when you're thinking about them using a four-track machine and some of the complexities that they got, yeah. you know, you can do a lot kind of grouping similar things together that might be EQ'd together and okay, stuff like that okay. and strategically using your mics and things like that, right? Okay. So, so again, the technology that we had today dwarfs technology yeah. that they had oh, 40 yeah. or 50 years ago. Yeah, for But sure. you can listen to those records and still enjoy them. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that they were able to make good records then mm -hmm. kind of put you in that situation where you can say, I should be able to get a decent recording now yeah. with the technology that we have. Yeah. You just kind of have to be strategic. And again, you think about your budget. Yeah. You know, because yeah. depending on your budget, mic inputs cost a lot. And they cost a lot because of two things. You know, A, you you get more of that, uh, you know, 
just more inputs. More Normally sound. Normally cost more. Oh, more but, inputs, period. Right. But usually what you have, too, is you have these analog to digital converters mm. that you have. And so okay. depending on how good the device is, it's made, you know, like uh, United Audio, they make some of the best ones out there. You know, uh, Apogee and some of these other companies make some of the best ones. So you're going to pay a lot of money right. for, mm. like, the digital input right. devices that they have. It's those converters that you're also paying for. Mm -hmm. So that that is what takes that analog signal that you know you take from your guitar and then it converts that to a digital signal so that it can be recorded to, you know, that standalone system or to your phone or whatever. Okay. That's what's happening even with your voice right. on your mm -hmm. phone. Yeah, Same thing is happening. Mm -hmm. You're having that analog to, to digital, digital conversion. conversion that's mm -hmm. taking place. And so the better those converters are, the better the sound quality you're gonna have but also the more expensive, expensive. the gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it, a lot of considerations go into uh, what you end up choosing, but yeah. it just gives you a lot to think about as you are putting together your pieces. All right, um, and then the next general guideline for setting up your basic recording studio for the DIY Rockstar is consider your individual specific idiosyncratic needs. Yes. So what I mean by that is what works for you. So for we were talking about using your phone. Mm -hmm. Some people use their phones to record the music, to edit the music, and to make the video and they everything. They can do all um, that. But for me, I prefer a laptop. I've yeah. tried using the phone for video making, and I'm even trying to do more with Canva on the phone because I know right. you can. But it is just su such a different experience. I need the bigger screen. Um, but that's just me. Right. So a basic setup for me would absolutely include a laptop first. Right. But that may not be. There are so many people. I was watching somebody on one of the um, planes coming back from um, we coming back from France, and she was editing all her video on her phone. So right. the trip that we were spending all those hours trapped on the plane, she was actually being productive. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, like that. I just that wouldn't be me. But so again. You need to consider what works for you. Right, and, and then that's the other part is that, you know, it, or it could be like an iPad or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the thing you have to remember is to the extent that you're going to bring in anything externally, mm. that's when you have to have some means to bring that in. So right. meaning that if you're going to bring MIDI, you know, from, you know, uh, an external device into your computer or into something else, then you got to have some type of MIDI input in order to get there. Right. And mm -hmm. so computers don't normally come with them. Right. You know, used to with right. the Atari ST. Mm. Actually had a MIDI oh, input device a long time ago. Yeah. But they normally don't. Yeah. So kind of going to another thing, it's kind of like, as we were talking about like Zoom and some of these others that give you these um, these digital multi-track recorders, mm -hmm. but there's also another realm in, you know, especially if you're doing hip hop, if you're doing EDM, and, and then even if you're a singer-songwriter, is like the MPC. Mm -hmm. So like right. uh, the MPC mm -hmm. Live, the MPC One, I think the MPC One is the cheapest MPC that's out there, that's okay. standalone. Right. Mm -hmm. But that gives you eight tracks of audio, you get tons of MIDI, uh, you you have drum machine, but then it also it allows you a way to bring in audio in, so you can bring in guitars, you can mm -hmm. you know yeah. play a guitar, make a guitar track, bring in microphones, but you can also bring in external MIDI MIDI devices. So if you do have an external MIDI keyboard or something yeah. like that, you can use that. But it's also got its own sounds on board. Yeah. So just based what comes out of the box. 
you're in a situation where, with that box alone, mm-hmm. you can make everything you need to make, and it comes with Wi-Fi. So you can uh, upload, you, you can do a mix on it, and you can upload it to like SoundCloud or some oh, other, wow. or you could transfer it to a to computer. computer yeah. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Or, you know, you can transfer it to your phone or something like that. It, it You have that ability yeah. uh, within that. So, I mean, that's the, the other thing that you have is that, you know, without even touching a computer, you can get into something like, an MPC one, and I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 700, 800 bucks or okay. something like that. Okay. But it kind of gives you a whole studio, right, right mm-hmm. there, and and without even hooking up to a computer, and it's got software and stuff like that that you can use a computer with yeah. it that works both for Windows and Mac. Yeah. So you can go ahead. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So the final thing to consider, which is kind of what you started with at yeah. the beginning. But just adding on to that, the next thing to consider is start with what's free or what's provided first. Yeah. Uh, before you go out and buy, because we have been finding, I know for me, mm-hmm. I've been finding I was uh, a junkie for filters and all kinds of stuff for video making. And then I realized I don't even know half the stuff right. that I've purchased already. Yeah. So before you go down the rabbit hole and spend a bunch of money, yeah. figure out some of the stuff that it came with your equipment. Try it out first. Yeah. And then see if maybe the limitations are too much for you. Yeah. Like for me, you use Logic. But for me, that was like too big, you know, to handle whereas GarageBand is limited, but that's the limitation I need. Right. And and that's the thing. The beauty, too, is that as far as for Apple users is that a GarageBand comes with it. Yeah. GarageBand is basically a scaled down version of Logic. Right. And uh, the great thing is that anything that you do in GarageBand, you can you can transfer yes. to Logic. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go to Logic, you can do that. And the cool thing about Logic versus other DAWs that's out there is that you pay that one, you yes. know, two hundred dollars. Oh and then that's after that, enough. It, they they keep yes. upgrading, they keep adding stuff to mm-hmm. it. You know, like now all of a sudden. I, it's got a way where you can you could um, launch clips. So Logic now has a kind of a functionality that's akin to Ableton Live, mm-hmm. but you don't you don't have to pay for that upgrade. Yeah. So like yeah. I bought it once and I have not and I bought Logic back in 2013. Have not paid for anything else. Yeah, and that that has been thrown in the Logic. That is super important because I switched. Uh, no video making. I know it's a slightly different lane, but right. it still pertains to DIY Rockstar video making. Um, originally I started with Adobe Premiere, mm-hmm. um, and then that. Uh, requires a monthly fee now if you were to, to get into it now. Yeah. Whereas Final Cut Pro, it was like 350 bucks, whatever it was. Right. But it was once I bought it, I got it, I'm done. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about from year to year now. Or, you know, because that, it, um, I think with Adobe, it's like $20 a month or something. Yeah. That seems innocuous. That seems very, oh, that's not much. I can afford that. When you think year after year after year of $20 per month, you're paying an astronomical it is. rate for it's, that uh, it's, product. It's nice to be in a situation where, you know, there could be significant overhauls. Like, um, I had Studio One. So I, well, I have Studio One. And they did a significant upgrade, I think, to Studio One 5 or something like that. And I think it was going to cost me like 200 some dollars or It was wow. some, some ridiculous amount. To upgrade, and it was yeah. like, no, yeah. I, I, you know, I got Logic, and Logic has added, you know, 
all tons of virtual instruments. They've mm -hmm. just re-overhauled like plugins mm -hmm. for Logic. I mean, this is these are things that will cost you hundreds of dollars mm -hmm. that you, you just got thrown in there. Yeah. You know, the, these extensive overhauls and, and, and improvements that they've made, you know, you've just been able to get it what without having to pay extra for it. Yeah. So just based on that alone, that was enough to kind of get me into Logic. Yeah. But again, there are tons of other, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, DWs that are out there. We're not advocating for anything in particular. Right. It's just you need to yeah. figure out what works for you. What works for you. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of them like, and, and again, there are the free ones, Band Lab, which was Cakewalk. Uh, you uh -huh. know, I used to use Sonar, you know, before I switched from the PC to the Mac. I used right. to use Sonar, was made by Cakewalk with Band Lab. That's free now. Oh, and wow. that is great software. I mean, I, I loved it. So if you have a PC, that's great to use as far as that goes. And then, you know, still today, Pro Tools is the industry standard. Yeah. So, you know, you have to consider that. But just think about this when you're thinking about your computer setup is that, uh, you know, your audio interface is going to make a difference. Yes. And you can get some cheap ones that are good. I mm -hmm. mean, UAW, I mean, UAD, uh, Universal Audio, they have some really cheap ones now that goes through a USB-C port. Okay. Uh, that's, I think, under $200 that you can get. Okay. Focusrite, uh, PreSonus okay. have the same thing. Usually, like, with... Uh, you know, PreSonus, they're going to give you a version of Studio One to start off with. Okay. It's going to be a, you know, a, a bare bones version. Limited. Okay. But if, if, if you find that that works for you, yeah. you know, it's a good entry port for that. So, yeah. and, you know, and, and a lot of these DAWs, whether it's Ableton, whatever it might be, and even the smaller version, the LE version, limited edition version, mm -hmm. uh, usually they come with virtual instruments, they come yeah. with plugins, they come with all the things you need to do to get started. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. again, if, if you just get uh, setting up, up your recording studio which is great because it's a great place to you know write songs experiment you know not have to pay hourly rate and all that good stuff you want to take your time to figure out what is going to work for you but you want entry point you don't want something where it's hey i need ten thousand dollars to get started you right. want to start well hey you know even if you have money a good two hundred dollars maybe get your foot wet yeah. Before you move on to start buying the big stuff. You know? Yeah. yeah. So to make it more accessible for you and just more doable. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. All right. Uh, what do you guys think? What consideration did we leave out that you might want to think about when setting up your basic recording studio for DIY Rockstar? And what else? As usual, feel free. Go out there. Stream Sugarfit. It is on Apple Music. It is on Spotify. It anything. It is on Deezer. It is right. on Tidal. It Wherever is on you want to stream your favorite music, just go and stream it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and if you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe, be sure to subscribe. We're wishing you love, peace, and chicken peace.